Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Today on the WCBS Morning News Roundup. A judge knocks down New York's mask mandate. School districts try to figure out what now. I'm Sean Adams in White Plains. Multiple weapons are found in the apartment of the gunman who killed an NYPD officer and left another clinging to life. I'm Marla Diamond in East Harlem. And Steve Burns will tell us how the mayor plans to attack all these illegal guns here in the city. In our WCBS News Radio 88 Seconds in Sound, the language barrier mistake that cost 73 lives in New York, the crash of a Boeing 707 on the North Shore of Long Island. Tuesday morning, the 25th of January. I'm Paul Murnane. I'm Wayne Cabot. Good morning. Craig Allen says there could be significant snow at the end of the week into the weekend. We'll ask him what the models are saying. New York State's mask mandate was struck down by a judge late yesterday. So do kids still have to wear their masks at schools? Our Sean Adams in White Plains this morning trying to sort all this out. So, Sean, can districts do now whatever they want to do? Well, it's a bit of a quandary here for school superintendents, and they're having meetings about it this morning at this early hour. Mask or no mask, to whom do they listen, a state judge or the governor? The judge's ruling on Long Island nullified the state mask mandate. And his rationale was this. The health department exceeded its authority. Such a rule would have to originate in the legislature. On Long Island, 19 school districts are reportedly switching to masks optional. Other districts, though, around the state still require face coverings. The education department says districts must still enforce the mask requirement while this ruling is appealed. Governor Hochul vows to fight to get this ruling reversed. Wayne, Paul. Hey, Sean, does this also affect the mask mandate in businesses in New York? Yes. uh, This ruling uh, applies to schools, businesses, all indoor public places where masks were required. And the crux of the issue is this. It came down to the fact that it came from an executive office, not the legislature. And that's why, across the board, wiped out. Governor Hochul ordered uh, masks in schools back in August, if you remember, and then masks in all indoor public places. uh, That came back in mid-December due to Omicron. That was supposed to run until February 1st. We're about a week away. Uh, But this ruling, in essence, uh, deems the mask mandates null and void. Sean Adams on the story he's watching this morning from White Plains. As doctors do all they can to keep Officer Wilbert Mora alive, his colleagues and family are doing what they can, praying, lighting candles, and speaking out about guns, like the legal one that left Mora critically wounded, Wayne. 
Marla Diamond is outside the 32nd Precinct in Harlem with some new information, uh, but Marla, people have been gathering there in prayer. What's the word on Officer Mora and on the guns uh, in his uh, assailant's apartment? Well, uh, Officer Mora is uh, clinging to life. He is in grave condition at NYU Langone Hospital. And uh, last night there were prayers said for him at a candlelit memorial here outside the 32nd Precinct. Also prayers for 22-year-old Officer Jason Rivera, who was killed in the ambush. The suspect, LaShawn McNeil, was pronounced dead yesterday. And at the vigil, Michelle Teague with Noble, the National Organization of Black Law Enforcement Executives, told those gathered uh, that the uh, she and others are going to be heading to Washington to lobby for stricter gun laws. We need to pass these laws to strengthen those policies and practices we need to eliminate these illegal guns. And you mentioned that uh, several weapons were found in the apartment of the suspect, LaShawn McNeil. We've learned that uh, there was an AR-15 rifle with 20 rounds that was found under the suspect's mattress. Police say that the gun LaShawn McNeil used to shoot officers Rivera and Mora was reported stolen from Baltimore in 2017. Wayne and Paul. Marla Diamond this morning on the story. And Marla, Mayor Adams is responding to gun violence in a couple of ways by increasing police patrols and asking for state permission to toughen bail laws. Steve Burns has more. As Mayor Adams tries to thread his trademark needle, tough on crime but mindful of equity, he's asking for changes to state laws that could prove controversial. So I'm going to show them the numbers. I'm going to show them the data and I'm going to do the best I can to convince them. On bail reform, Adams wants to allow judges to consider some dangerousness when they set bail. Judges must be able to evaluate a defendant's criminal history and the circumstances of the alleged crime to detain those individuals who pose an immediate threat to the safety of the community. Advocates say dangerousness had a disproportionate impact on people of color. Adams also wants to see penalties tightened for kids caught with guns under the state's Raise the Age law. Which is being used as a loophole for gang members to demand young people under 18 take the fall for guns that are not theirs. The mayor's request saw immediate pushback from some lawmakers. At City Hall, Steve Burns, WCBS News Radio 880. We have word this morning of the death of one of the so-called three men in the room, the leaders who for so long controlled New York State. Sheldon Silver has died, leaving behind a record that includes bringing back the death penalty in New York, repealing the New York City commuter tax, and personal scandal. When he died, he was incarcerated, serving six years in prison for using his clout in state government to re- benefit real estate developers. Sheldon Silver was 77. Hey, you think we'll see some sun today, Craig Allen? Little bit, a little bit, and that would determine just how warm it's going to get around here. Warm is a, a relative term, but still it'll be up around or a little over 40 degrees. We're already 37 in the city. Temperatures do, uh, they're, they're much cooler in the northern and western suburbs. It's in the mid-20s to near 30 to start it off, but you'll see that jump pretty quickly. So within a few of 40, uh, 42, 43 is not out of the question for the city. Colder again tonight, though. Doesn't last long, the mild readings. Uh, about 20 teens inland, frigid wind chills, and tomorrow sunny, windy, and cold. Only 20 to 25 and just 25 to 30 on Thursday. It's 37 now, humidity 67%, southwest wind at 6. Today we get up to around or a little over 40. You know, Wayne, I noticed that uh, Neil Young increasingly in his uh, in his years is uh, very outspoken about technology and the way we hear music. Is that the reason for this next story? 
Actually, you know, I, I wondered that as well. The, the, the given reason for Neil Young is that uh, he thinks that uh, Spotify should not be giving a platform to people who have voices that are anti-science, uh, but at the same time, he has never been a big fan of the audio on most streaming services. He has his own. But here's Deborah Rodriguez with the story. I'm going to get you Neil Young says Spotify has to choose between his music and Joe Rogan's popular podcast. The problem, the musician says Rogan is spreading COVID misinformation on the platform and he wants no part of it. No response yet from Spotify, but Young is demanding his music be removed immediately. Rogan, who's unvaccinated and became infected, has downplayed the need for vaccines and touted the off-label use of ivermectin as a treatment. Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News. Now, the last we checked this morning, Spotify is still streaming Neil Young. Does Taylor Swift write her own songs? Fans know the answer is yet, but musician Damon Albarn, frontman for the band Blur, told the L.A. Times that Swift lacks credibility because uh, she co-writes her music. Swift hit back, well, swiftly, saying, I write all of my own songs, adding your hot take is completely false and so damaging. She even dropped an F-bomb in her tweet. Damon has since apologized and said his quote was reduced to clickbait. A frequent collaborator of Swift's, Bergen County's Jack Antonoff, said, I've never met Damon Albarn, and he's never been to my studio, but apparently he knows more than the rest of us about all those songs Taylor writes and brings in, Wayne. Which raises the question, does Paul Murnane write his own stuff? Mm-hmm. It's the Morning News Roundup on Tuesday. There are no doubts. It's the Morning News Roundup. Good morning. I'm Wayne Cabot. And I'm Paul Murnane with your three things to know on this Tuesday. Well, you can now bet on competitive video gaming in New Jersey. Yes, the state is first to grant the first license to bet on eSports games. Number two, U.S. health officials say COVID-19 antibody drugs for Regeneron and Eli Lilly should no longer be used because they don't work against the Omicron variant. Third thing, President Biden was caught on a hot mic calling Fox News Steve Ducey a stupid son of a... Hmm, I, can you say that? I don't even know if you can say He said it. The reporter shouted a question asking if inflation is a political liability... President didn't like that very much. Ducey says Biden later called him on his cell phone to apologize. Up next, our news radio, 88 seconds in sound for the 25th of January. Absolutely amazing to think that they're still bringing injured people out of this crash. Rich Lamb on the crash of a Boeing 707 on the north shore of Long Island. It ran bone dry on fuel because of a language barrier. As our Tom Kaminsky remembers. January 25th, 1990. Because of poor weather, there were long delays into JFK and many flights were put into a series of extended holding patterns. Among them, Avianca Flight 52 out of Medellin, Colombia. The crew informed the tower they were running low on fuel, but because of the language barrier, the crew never declared an emergency, only using the term, we need priority. On the final go-around, the plane lost power to one engine, then another, until finally... 747 down on Tennis Court Road in Cove Neck. The absence of fuel meant the lack of a fire, contributing in part to the survival of 85 of the 158 aboard. That language barrier mistake cost 73 lives. 2021, the U.S. Senate confirms America's first woman Treasury Secretary, a graduate of Fort Hamilton High School. My father was a doctor in Bay Ridge, Brooklyn. I've always tried to approach my science the same way my father approached his, as a means to help people. 
Janet Yellen's first priority as secretary? Rebuilding the American economy from its sharpest downturn in history. And Sims gets the bucket. Sims got the first bucket. Quarterback Phil Sims leads the Giants in 1987 to their first Super Bowl title since the 50s. Marcells is up on the shoulders of the offensive lineman. Crushing the Denver Broncos. Not yet. It's okay, Bill. It's okay. You got it. And home just in time for the 81 Super Bowl, the people America prayed for for the past 444 days. For the 52 Americans, once hostages, now heroes in home, it was a class act all the way. Freed on Inauguration Day, home for Super Bowl Sunday. Arriving at the U.S. Military Academy at West Point, where the motto is Judy, Honor, Country. Many Americans showed their support all that time by following the line of an old Tony Orlando song. Yellow ribbons became the symbol of the hostages' safe return. This is January 25th. You know, Wayne, I like the little Tony Orlando touch there. He may call you and ask for a golf date. <laughs> well, hey, he's around <laughs> playing golf. God bless him. And that's the WCBS Morning News Roundup on this Tuesday. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives. Streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 